It's Tamar here, and uh, on this episode of Africa Market Explained, we're going to dive into the health tech space. Uh, in particular, I'll be looking at chronic illnesses and uh, a new product in the space. Um, I've invited someone special uh, who shares a big passion for the African health tech space like I do. Uh, he's the founder of Wella Health Technologies, Ikem Neto. Uh, he's a physician and digital health entrepreneur, and he's been working on ways to provide cost-effective technology solutions to improve quality and availability of healthcare across Africa. I will let Neto take over from here and give us a bit about, tell us a bit about this journey in the tech space. Um, welcome, Neto. Yeah, thank you so much, Tomiwa. Um, huge pleasure to be here. Uh, thanks for having me. Um, so uh, my journey, so I guess a bit of background about myself. So I trained as a physician in Europe. Um, worked for a couple of years there, you know, moved across, had some work experience in health systems in the US and Australasia, and, you know, always had that desire to return to Africa. But um, in my experience in working in these advanced health systems, I kind of knew that the skills I was getting um, wouldn't really fit nicely into, you know, the African landscape because of the, you know, broader challenges we have with healthcare access and healthcare financing. And so I always had that uh, drive to figure out, you know, how do we provide healthcare to Africans at scale? And because of that, I knew that just being a doctor sitting in a clinic, while valuable, um, and, you know, we do really good work when doctors do that, um, it doesn't really hit at the heart of the problem of how do we actually provide good healthcare for the billion uh, people in Africa when a lot of the healthcare professionals are actually leaving Africa to go to the diaspora. So that's the context within which I, you know, started to do the work that I do currently. Oh, that's awesome to hear. Um, like the I I believe like the, there need to be different players like doing different things with their space for for it to actually grow. And you know, you come with a different perspective after having different experience in different areas. Actually, you know, very very interesting to hear about. Um, so today let's jump into today's discussion. Um, um, there are several reports you know talking about chronic illnesses. I read a report that says about six point nine. 6.5% of Nigerians live in chronic illnesses. Uh, but, you know, I've all, growing up, I, I've always had uh, a very, very, growing up, I had this very notion when you talk about chronic illnesses as people that have cancer or, you know, very bad, very bad diseases, you know. There's this kind of uh, preconception when you hear about chronic illnesses. I just wanted to, like, you know, just break break it down for, for anyone that's hearing about chronic illness for the first time. What, what really is chronic illnesses? Yeah, that's great. So chronic illness is, um, is a huge misconception around it. And you know what? I, I used to think, you see, when I heard the word chronic, it communicated to me that something was really bad. You know, so we have chronic malaria. Oh, that's really bad. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Same thing, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was my impression as well. But actually, um, when we talk about chronic, we're referring to the length that the disease lasts for. And the opposite of chronic, at least in medicine, is acute. So for instance, when you have a fever and then you go to the hospital, you get malaria, you get tested for malaria and you're positive, and then you get treatment and your malaria resolves, what you've had is you've had an acute episode of malaria. So it's a short-lived illness that you had. You know, It's not usual for somebody to have malaria for months and months and months on end or years and years on end. You know, Whereas with chronic illnesses, chronic illnesses are illnesses that essentially last for long periods. A lot of times they are not always curable or they're difficult enough to cure. Um, they just really last for a long time. So you can be stable, you can be taking regular medicines, but the fact that they last for a long time, they're not short-lived, 
then that's where the word chronic comes in. So I, I hope I've been able to help at least one person understand when we say chronic illnesses. No, I think that that's significant. I even didn't like think of it that way. You know, I've always just learned about the examples, you know, uh, about chronic illnesses. And that, yes. that's really good to hear. Um, so examples then are good. Exactly. So like, you know, diabetes, cancer, heart disease, you know, those are essentially chronic illnesses. So hypertension, you know, osteoarthritis, stuff like that. Yeah. All right. I know. That's good to know. Um, so let's dive into the problem, you know, uh, like, you, like I said before, like there's any kind of more people that men, you know, know your neighbor is having like living with chronic illnesses. It's very, very evident in Africa. We, we, we keep quiet about what is burning us under the clothes, you know, um, but I would like you to, from your experience, touch on the major issues we've seen with people living in chronic illnesses in Nigeria to be particular right now. Uh, what are the experiences? What are the, the, the most uh, difficult ones? Yeah, so with chronic illnesses, there's a number of challenges. I think, first of all, is awareness. So a lot of people aren't even aware, right? Second is when you're aware, it's then screening. So if, for instance, um, you know, you're, you're aware of diabetes, that's one step. The next step is then how do you go and get screened for diabetes? With a lot of chronic illnesses, you need to do a test to find out. So how do you get screened? That's important. And then, you know, when you get screened and it turns out that you have the condition, where do you go to then to get a consultation, to get um, treatment, and then to be monitored? Because with chronic illnesses, you have to be monitored um, essentially for as long as you have that chronic illness, which a lot of times is indefinite. So along all those kind of major touch points, there's a lot of challenges around care, especially in Africa, because um, we don't have a lot of the resources we need. Funding is often a challenge. And so people kind of cut corners. We don't screen right, we don't test right, we don't you know treat right, and we don't manage right. And so you get a lot of complications as a result. Yeah, and you know that I I, I guess increases the mortality rates for chronic illnesses. Or like does it, what in terms of mortality? How does it looks like? Exactly yes. And so if you look at you know you're absolutely right. Mortality rates for chronic illnesses in you know Africa they are a lot worse because you know we're not doing those things. We're not catching them early. We're not treating them early. And we don't have the resources to treat them. So it's a lot worse in, in, in Nigeria and Africa, yes. All right. In terms of some of the problems you've talked about now, um, what are the solutions uh, that are currently available to solve those problems, if any? And uh, talking about your new product, LSEND, how it comes into play in terms of solutions for, some, for issues like this? Absolutely. So the two main problems that we focused on is funding and quality. And we know, so from my own experience, you know, I, I, I lived in diaspora for a very long time. And, you know, I had family members in Nigeria that had chronic illnesses. And it was always a challenge for me to get them to the right care, monitor what's going on, you know, make sure that they're doing well. And this was me as a doctor. It was very difficult to do that. So when I moved back, you know, I've set up a system where we can actually help that. So we have a network of providers. We have systems in place where people can get access to the right screening, testing, treatment, medicines, all of that. So if you're in the diaspora, you can leverage the expertise and the network that we have to be able to make sure that your family member, whether they have diabetes, hypertension, whatever it is, that they get access to really good care. And then the second strand, like I said, is about funding. So locally, it can be challenging to fund. We know how bad African economies are doing. So if you're in the diaspora, you can send money back for healthcare, but rather than it going directly to the family member, it comes via us and we make sure that it's spent appropriately we're giving you reports it's transparent and you can finally have peace of mind yeah that's you know, i think that that's a very very big 
yeah, when I think I'm thinking about my grandma right now. And you know, thinking about when she completes about that knee and stuff may not be criticalness, but uh, it's good to have that you know source of income that is already in the country. I don't think I have to think about sending money back home whenever she's she, she's she's not feeling fine. Um, talking about that, uh, trying to come back to what you mentioned as a diaspora and the kind of problems you saw for people living abroad that want to you know send health back home. What importance do you think? send healthcare is for someone living abroad in diaspora and, and their family living at home? What are the kind of benefits it, it gives them um, from the results of the health and project? Yes. So, I mean, again, I, I built this from my own experience. You know, there's that guilt you have when you're away from family and your family at home, say your mother is unwell, you know, you're not able to be there to care for her. So you feel very, you know, um, bad that you're not there. And so the next best thing, of course, is, you know, to try and send some money across. But I mean, we know that that's not always easy to do because we never know who's managing it, where it's going to. You know, people cannot care for our families the way we can ourselves. So really what I think the real benefit here is the transparency and the peace of mind where, you know, there's a trusted third party that is actually managing this on your behalf. Um, and the feedback we've gotten from our customers actually says that it's like, oh, you know, now I can rest and be rest assured that, you know, my parents is actually getting there. Care that they need and there's somebody i can talk to that's independent and trusted that will give me the feedback that i need all right that's interesting um just thinking about the way it operates right now now taking on a broad perspective um and in, in diving deep into the health and product uh, so is it that uh, the the family reaches out to outsend when they need funds or is there a plan in which you guys manage the chronic illnesses on a weekly basis, a monthly basis. How do does the product actually provide this this uh, service? Yeah. So what happens um, is the the person in the diaspora, say if you're in London, Europe, you know, US, you fund you fund your health send account, and that goes and creates a wallet. Now, in that wallet, you have uh, funds you can choose to do what you want to do it. So one of our customer service reps will call you understand your own specific scenario and then advise you what you can do. So if, for instance, health insurance is the best product for your family member, then we can give you a health insurance plan that covers their needs. If you have an elderly family member, like a mother who is 70 and say has diabetes, a lot of health insurance companies would not cover that. So in that instance, what we do is we, we provide them then with a diabetes plan, right? And that plan involves a doctor's consultation, medicines so regular medicines every month and then if they need a nurse's visit you know if for instance they're incapacitated or need help a nurse can go visit them regularly so broadly that's what you can do so essentially we have a very flexible system where once you pay in we work with you to actually deliver anything that you want all across nigeria and actually we're launching a few countries in africa as well in the next quarter no, that's I think that's a scoop. <laughs> I don't think we are, we are here for the first time because I'm no, sorry, here for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's interesting to see. Um, I guess we're going to round up right now. Um, so to part, what what in in terms of the 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 space you're looking at, the, the solution you guys are bringing in and talking about the chronic illnesses in 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 Nigeria and Africa. So what will be your parting statement for someone thinking about? I want to create a solution in this space or uh, I want to do something in this space. I want to contribute to health tech space in general. What, what would your parting statement from your experience generally in the health tech space? 
Yeah, I think there's a couple of ways, you know, um, is understanding one's personal strength and then doing it. So, um, for instance, we've gotten a lot of support, especially from diaspora, um, people investing in our company, you know, because they see the value that we provide. So, you know, they've invested. So, you know, it could be investing in, you know, a company you like or a founder that you like. It could be coming in to start up something yourself. There's a huge opportunity here across many areas. So coming in to set up, whether it's a facility, whether it's a facilitator of, you know, care, lots of opportunities. And then, of course, finally, it's, you know, actually patronizing the businesses that are, you know, running these services so that, you know, the more successful we are, the more services we can provide and the longer we can stay alive for. So I think those are the ways that people can help and support. All right. Thank you very much. Um, can you direct people to what they, if they want to use the AdSense app or get in touch with you, how they can reach out to you? Yes. Yeah, so it's very simple. Our website is healthsend.africa. That's health, H-E-A-L-T-H, send, S-E-N-D dot Africa. You go in there, you learn about what we do, and you can put in your phone number then and somebody reach out to you and explain how it works. And then they send you the um, following in, um, instructions on how to pay and get on board. All right. Thank you very much for coming on uh, this episode, Neto. Uh, it's been enlightening talking to you. And I believe our listeners have learned a lot, at least, you know, something that gives them, you know, this Bravo vibe that they know something about their tech space in Africa. Uh, and uh, thank you. Click the subscribe button uh, to receive more unique content on Africa.